What's up guys, Aaron here with FBA Journey and this is going to be a new segment on the channel. So when we started the FBA Journey uh, YouTube channel, we kind of just originally wanted to document our journey, uh, talk about different things we were experiencing and we got kind of carried away. We ended up doing a lot of how-to videos, different things like that. And while there isn't anything wrong with that, we kind of want to bring it back to the basics, back to where we wanted to actually get started. So this is going to be more of a sit down style video talking about more of the ups and downs of and the struggles of uh, starting and running and scaling an Amazon FBA business as a couple of 20 year olds. Um, so for those of you who don't know, it's me and my best friend Chris Britton uh, running our Amazon FBA business and we've just kind of been documenting our journey and this is kind of a way to further do that. So um, without further ado, let's hop into it. This is going to be all about the ups, downs, struggles, different events, different milestones, and just the things going on in our day-to-day -day life. So let's hop into it. So I was just kind of trying to contemplate what I wanted to talk about in this first video or podcast, wherever you're listening to this. And I thought, what better place to start than kind of how I got interested and how I entered into the space of Amazon FBA. Um, and I'm going to bring it way back. Um, because when I was in high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I had some issues going through high school. So first things first, we'll bring it back to freshman year. Um, I had never been good in school. And quite frankly, I am a smart kid. I've always been a smart kid. I just excel in the things that I put my mind to. And I had never been a fan of school, never was. And this is actually kind of a story I haven't really told a whole lot of people. So a lot of my close friends don't know this. Um, you know, coming through high school, my grades weren't good. They weren't good at all. And all I really cared about at the time was uh, I, I ride mo uh, race motocross. I All I cared about was riding my dirt bike. All I could think about was getting home on school days, working on my bike, and then riding on the weekend. And motocross is still a huge part of me. I still love it with all my heart. But I just priorities changed a little bit as I got out of high school and I realized that you know it's time to actually try to create some form of a living for yourself and I was always better at working on them than riding them um, but you know I, I tried tried working on them as a as a little side hustle and I realized very quickly that it's a hobby it's not something I wanted to do as a profession uh, but before we get too carried away um, so coming through school I really thought that my two only options were going to school or joining the military. Both great options. Um, school, depending on your career career field, I think school is extremely important. And as for military, um, it's very important as well. I think it says a lot about a person uh, if they go serve their country. My girlfriend's joining the military. I have lots of friends who are in the military. My father, his father, his father, they were all in the military. I'm kind of an oddball, but um, I just, like I said at the beginning, when I put my mind to something, I'm all about it. And I just know my mind is not in the right spot to either go to school right now or join the military. And who knows, that may be something I do later down the road, but right now I'm trying to make my entrepreneur ventures work. Um, so going through school, grades weren't good. Those were my two options, school or military. And then come 11th grade, um, some of the kids who went to my school started a clothing company called RAF, RAF Industries. Um, and it was my first kind of taste or first kind of snippet of entrepreneurship. Never really thought about it before then, but 
those were really the people who started, they had an idea in their garage and they made it happen. Whether the clothing company got to a huge main mainstream, you know, level or not, they had an idea and they acted upon it. And I loved that. And I supported them a hundred percent. I still do. If Raph was still around, I'd still be all over it. Um, but I really supported their hustle and I supported the fact that they had an idea in their garage and they did something about it. Now, Raph isn't still uh, an official thing, but th- each person from that group is still doing um, their individual thing. And um, Matt, uh, it was Matt, Austin, Morgan, and Brandon. And Matt and Austin are still doing videography and photography full time, which is amazing. Um, they're managing big, big, big client social media, which is awesome. Uh, Morgan, I'm not exactly sure exactly what he's up to right now, but Brandon, he's hustling down there in Southern Florida too. He's kind of under the radar. I won't talk too much about what he's doing, but they're all still doing stuff for themselves, which is awesome. And that was the first time I ever really thought, like, how could I do something like that? So let's fast forward a little bit again. So school's going on. I still only care about racing my motorcycles. Um, you know, the weekend was my favorite part of the part of the you know week. Uh, I got to ride on the weekends. I worked on my bikes during the week, and I supported Raf extremely heavy. Um, moving forward, I, uh, you know, school starting to come to an end. Um, senior year, I was like, you know, thinking oh, I can't wait to, for this to be over. Get a call to the guidance counselor's office, and he said, "There's no way you are going to graduate Navarre High School." And I was like, "Damn." That was the first time I really had a reality check. I knew my grades weren't good, but I didn't think they were that bad. And out of out of like 600 and something of the people out of the senior class, I was like 590 something. Like I was I was way back there. And that was a huge, you know, discouraging time in my life and I ended up actually they let me walk. They let me walk at my high school uh, graduation ceremony, but I actually graduated from something called Santa Rosa Adult School. And that's for the people who had like severe learning setbacks or went to jail and wanted to get their high school diploma so that was something that not a lot of people know about and I was not necessarily too proud of it but that happened that happened and that kind of that immediately made me think well now college isn't an option my grades weren't good enough for college now it's either military or work and I still was in the mindset that I just wasn't mentally I knew I wouldn't put in the effort I needed to for the military had I gone in. So I started working at um, a friend's business. Actually, Chris, my business partner, his dad owns a little, we live in Florida, he owns a jet ski, um, pontoon boat, rental place, they do helicopter rides. It's a great summer job. I started working there and I realized very soon that, you know, that wasn't going to pay the bills long term. Uh, At the time, I still only really cared about I cared about racing motocross, and I cared about um, getting my paycheck to afford racing motocross, and that was really it. That's all I really cared about. And then some time went on, and I met this wonderful girl, and you know I started realizing, well, damn, I want to be able to provide for somebody if I absolutely need to. I need to get a better paying job. Uh, so I started doing a chimney construction and cleaning job, and I will say this right now talk about hard work. I'm talking about waking up at 4.30 a.m. every day, coming home when it's dark outside, working out in the heat, working out in the cold, whether it's raining, lightning, 110 degrees outside, it didn't matter. We got we got shit done. It was it was an awesome job. I learned a lot, whether it was just chimney stuff or even just uh, like renovations, drywall, electrical, so many different things I learned. And 
it was an amazing experience. Um, but while I was in that job, one of my best friends, Terry, and I won't go too much into detail just because I don't really know if he even wants me talking about it, but uh, Terry's, he was 19, uh, 19 years old at the time, and he went through some crazy medical stuff. And it was the first time that I had someone extremely close to me go through something that was, in a sense, life-changing. And he went through stuff that most people who were 30, 40, 50 never have to go through. And whether he knows it or not, that really that really changed some things in my thought process. Um, it was more, it was kind of like being told I couldn't graduate high school. This was more so of a reality check in the aspect of, holy cow, your parents, your elders, your your guardians growing up, they aren't kidding when they say that you have to be grateful for every day you're alive because anything can change in the blink of an eye. And that was one of those moments where I thought, holy shit, I need to do something with my life. Um, you know, to get to the end of this, to wrap that little segment of what I just set up, Terry's fine now. He's fine now. He's fully recovered from his uh, from the issues he was having, and he's good. But it's just crazy. Thinking back, it was thinking, holy cow, I'm 20 years old. Like, had he not gone to the hospital when he went to the hospital, there's a very high chance he wouldn't even be here anymore. And that really, that got to me. So while I was working for this chimney cleaning and construction company, that happened. And it got to a point in the company where I'd moved up enough. I'd moved up enough, excuse me. I'd moved, uh, I'd moved up in the company enough where they gave me my own vehicle. It was like a late 90s, early 2000s Ford F-150. And I was doing my own routes. And we traveled anywhere from Mobile, Alabama to Tallahassee, Florida. So uh, there was lots of driving. <laughs> the truck didn't have a functioning radio, so I had my headphones in a lot. And listen to music a lot, a lot, like, I mean... Leading up to the Terry's incident, I listened to music everywhere I went. If I was working by myself, um, if I was doing jobs, chances are I had my headphones in. And started listening to podcasts because I was like, you know, I want some form of motivation. So I typed in motivation on Apple Podcasts and up popped a Ty Lopez podcast. And, uh, you know, I'll link the podcast in the YouTube video. Um, if you guys are listening to the podcast right now, um, I'll kind of give you the breakdown on what it was about. So it was about the power of the internet and how there's 14 year olds making multi six figures a year doing things like buying old apps, remarketing them and selling them for a lot of money. And I was thinking if 14 year olds are doing that, why can't I do that? And at this point I had been with the chimney company for about four or five, I think six months. And it was hard work just to give you guys a little mental picture of how much of hard work it was. I started working there at about 175 pounds as a 18 year old, 18 year old. By the time I finished working there, I was 19 and I weighed like 140 pounds. I was unhealthy. Unhealthy is an understatement. My sleep was messed up. I was drinking about eight Red Bulls a day. I, I mean, I was beating myself into the ground and I, the person who hired me, um, not a, for the, if there's a chance you're watching this, I respect you because working there taught me a lot and I will never, ever, ever, um, I'll always 
enjoy the fact of how much stuff I learned, but working that job taught me that I can't see myself doing that for the rest of my life. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with working that position. I just, part of me knew that that wasn't my, that was my calling. And physically I was just exhausted. Mentally I was exhausted and I was just unhealthy. Um, I'd never lost that much weight that quickly and I just felt weak. Between my best friend going through the medical situation he went through, between the podcast I'd been listening to and between the state of my health, knowing where I was, like it literally was tiring to walk because I was so depleted of energy and food. Um, I knew I had to change something. And that podcast kind of sparked my interest in an entrepreneurial journey again. Made me think back to, you know, if Matt Austin, Morgan, and Brandon started ref in high school out of their garage, why can't I do something? Um, which led me to another issue. I'm not tech savvy at all. The fact that I know how to use this laptop, the fact that I knew how to, how to plug in this mic, like <laughs> five years ago, three years ago, two years ago, that would have been a shock. Like, um, so I didn't know how I wanted to do it, but I wanted to flip and remarket apps and sell them and make bank. <laughs> and very quickly I realized that wasn't going to happen. So that's when I started, you know, Googling and YouTubing different ways to make money online. And that's when I found... Um, someone named Derek Struggle on YouTube and this was early 2017 and I found Derek and if you guys are familiar with Derek at all um, you guys know he's an Amazon FBA seller which is my current uh, my current entrepreneurship venture is Amazon FBA and his videos I connected to them I don't know what it was I don't know how he did it but I literally immediately felt the connection to those videos and I immediately wanted to try this so at the time I had quit working for the chimney company. Um, I wasn't doing anything. Wasn't doing anything at all. Um, Chris, my business partner, was still working for um, his family business, the Navarre Family Water Sports, doing the pontoon rentals and stuff. And one day I called him. I said, I have this idea. Come over. Let's talk about it. And I showed him a video. And it was a very quick process from us watching that video together to us registering our LLC and us ordering our first product. Um, and I'll kind of get into all that, how all that went in a later, later episode, but it's, it's interesting how things kind of played, played out because at first I thought college or college or college or military, then I just went into a trade, you know, doing the chimney and uh, chimney construction and cleaning and my one of my other best friends had a huge medical issue and it just put things into perspective and it made me actually do something and i think that's one of the biggest things i've taken away from this whole experience is sometimes something has to happen in your life and in my situation it was a negative thing that happened now granted terry is fully recovered and you know he's he's kicking he's good now but you know it was that situation that put life into perspective for me and it was that situation that made me know that I have to do something and at the end of the day you know our FBA business is not where we want it to be 100% right now but it's also a hell of a lot better than we thought it would be at this point if this fails in the end of the day you know if two three years down the road we're not where we want to be and it fails I'm completely comfortable with the fact that I can go to school or I can still join the military at that point, but I'll always be happy I tried this. And I think that's something that um, a lot of people don't take that leap. 
you know, Matt Austin and Brandon and Cor- uh, Matt Austin, Brandon, uh, Matt Austin, Brandon and Morgan didn't have to take that leap um, to start Ref, but they did. And was it the most successful clothing company in the world? Absolutely not. Did it have a cool message behind it? Yeah, it did. Did it give them exposure? Did it give them opportunities for the future? Absolutely. So that's kind of how I'm taking our Amazon FBA business as a stepping stone. I don't think I want to do Amazon FBA for the rest of my life, but it's teaching me a lot about business. It's teaching Chris a lot about business, and it's going to show me what it takes to make something happen from the ground up. And if you guys have been thinking about Amazon FBA, if you guys are in Amazon FBA and struggling, um, just always, always, always think of the alternative option. You could just go work construction. You could just go to school. You could just go to the military. But you have to do what makes you happy, and you have to realize that not every day is promised. And at the end of the day, you just have to do something that makes you happy and you want to be able to look at yourself in 10, 15, 20 years and think if you had tried and done everything you wanted to do. And that's my biggest thing is I'm so scared of regret. Regret is poison. And yeah, I'll kind of leave it at that. That's that's what got me into Amazon FBA. Um, I'd like to have Chris kind of break down his exact reasoning behind wanting to start the business. Um, kind of break down why he said yes to my crazy idea in my bedroom when we I brought it up and showed him the video. Um, but that's why I started, and that's kind of why I'm at where I'm at right now. So I hope you guys got something out of this. Um, you know, I hope someone can relate with this. I hope I hope you guys, if you're thinking about taking that leap, I I hope you do. And like I said. If you fail, you fail, but you got to think about the fact that you took the leap, which most people wouldn't do. So I'm going to leave with that. Regrets, poison. Always remember that. Um, Aaron with FBA Journey, signing out. We'll catch you next time.